Hello and welcome everybody back to the Inside Our Galaxy podcast. I am your host, Eric Hernandez. As always, we got to talk about the epic El Trafico that happened over the weekend. The Galaxy tied 3-3 in a very entertaining uh, derby against LAFC. It was just a, it was just an enjoyable game, fun game. We're going to be talking about that, our thoughts on the tie. We'll be talking a little bit about some Galaxy news and... Yeah, basically, that's all we got. Uh, no preview this week just because um, we don't play this week. We don't play until September 11th. But yeah, we still got some stuff to talk about. And with me again um, is LA Galaxy Central. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm happy to be back on the show once again. Yeah, man, it's, it's always good to have you here. It's always fun to have a different perspective on things with the Galaxy. So it's good to have you, man. All right. Thank you. Yeah. All right, then. So let's get into... Um, the match on Saturday. Let's uh, let's recap a little bit. Like I said, the Galaxy tied 3-3 against LAFC in El Trafico at the Bank of California Stadium. This was a nationally televised game on Fox. Um, so it was a big, big game as always. El Trafico always brings in a lot of numbers when it comes to viewership and, you know, people in the stadium and things like that. But um, yeah, so that was on Saturday. And um, both teams looked fairly even throughout the match, um, in my opinion. I, I think there was some parts where LAFC were dominant. There's some parts where we looked pretty good. Um, but yeah, but overall, it was fairly an even match. Of course, we tied 3-3, so that kind of explains it a little bit. Um, Javelchik gets a brace for the Galaxy as well as Brian Rodriguez for LAFC. And then Cabral gets his fourth goal of the season, and Arango from LAFC gets a goal for LAFC. But like I said, so goals all around, six goals in total. What, are, what were your thoughts on this game, man? I mean, again, like I said, this was very entertaining. Um, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think we can all agree this was a very entertaining game. Definitely not the best defensive performance for either team, but I think this is probably a better result for the Galaxy than it is LAFC, considering we're actually above the playoff line. But yeah, it was definitely a very entertaining game, and we did not give up. We did go down twice, and we came back as a team. We got a point from the game, and we can just move forward from that, and I, I think it's a good result for the team. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree for most part of that. Yeah, like I mean, like we said, this game from an entertainment um, value and an entertainment aspect of this game. It was great. Um, El Trafico is always going to get you, give you an entertaining match um, regardless. But yeah, I think this was good from an entertainment standpoint. I think it was good for the MLS and maybe new viewers coming in and things like that. But yeah, it was overall entertaining for everybody. Of course, I think the biggest thing about this performance though, I think for both sides was the defense. Of course, the defense was, uh, wasn't that great. For, for both sides. And although like, yeah, I, I would say this was kind of a bit of a, a bit of a win for the galaxy, even though we tied, but I mean, kind of, I, I don't know. I feel different about it, but I, I see where people coming, coming from. But I mean, we did get the last laugh. We are better than the LAFC at the end of the day um, when it comes to the standings. But yeah, I mean, I would agree for the most part that this, um, you know, was kind of a win. I mean, I don't know. I feel a little bit indifferent about it, but yeah, I mean, overall, it was a good it was a good match. But I mean, defensively, it wasn't that great for either teams. But yeah, I mean, like like you said, like I, I like how the Galaxy didn't let themselves up in here because I, I think for the most part, the Galaxy like when usually when we're down, I, I feel like the Galaxy kind of loses their confidence. But in this match, they didn't really do that. I think they were like you said, they were down twice. And at the end of the day, you know, they came back and they ended up tying tying the game. And yeah, I mean. It, it, it was just it was just a good it was just a good performance overall. Uh, what were your standouts for this game or like or, or anything important in this game that like stood out to you? 
Yeah, definitely. Like you said, I thought it was important just to come down from behind twice to get a tie. I mean, I think that just builds team confidence overall, being down twice, not giving up. And yeah, obviously, Dovelchik was a huge standout. He really showed his quality and why we spent big money on an attacker. He was probably our best player. Uh, I feel, feel like everyone was kind of on a similar level besides Dovelchik. I don't think anyone like played horrible, but I don't think there was a lot of like really standouts either. I thought a lot of players played on a similar level on Saturday. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, I can see the how like like I said, this 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 match overall. I think both teams and and everybody were were fairly uh, even throughout. Um, but the one thing I can say about Javelchik is that I think this guy is a, is a true warrior. Like, I mean, this guy does not let up. And I, I put this in my notes, but he's kind of like the life of the party. Like, this man doesn't give in as easily. And this man always tries to hype everyone up. I, I know, like, a couple games we've seen it before. Javelchik, like, you know, kind of tells people, like, hey, come on, start cheering this and that or whatever. I mean, th- this Saturday, he, he, like, went over the bar and, and celebrated with fans and everything like that. But Javelchik, I think, is a, is a warrior. I mean, he got his two goals, and that's great. That That's going to build up for the future. But yeah, I mean, I like Javelchik. I mean, he, he's he's a really cool dude, and I think you can agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Also a really clinical finisher, and I think he'll be good going forward. It kind of reminds me of like a Pavone standing in 2019 where, no, he's not like an attacking quality of Pavone, but it was kind of clear at this point in the season we needed like another goal scorer outside of Chicharito. So yeah, I like the setting. I think he's going to provide some offense and some much-needed goal scoring. And if anything, like... I don't know. I, I mean, some people kind of said this. I, I kind of see it as well. But I think I kind of see a little bit of Chicharito in Javelchik. Um, of course, he's he's much younger. He's he's 21. But, you know, I kind of see like the same qualities as him as him when it comes to like finishing and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, I like the signing in general. But, you know, you know, this is just the start for Javelchik. Yeah, of course. He has much more to come. So, I mean. Of course, he he had a great game. He got two goals. Kevin Cabral ended up having a pretty, um, or he scored. I think Kevin Cabral had a pretty um, solid game. I think there were some parts where he was a little off, but of course, he did get one shot on target with that header, and then he ended up getting the tying goal. Um, of course, what do you think about Kevin Cabral? Because I think he's had what three goals in the last four games, I believe it was. So I mean, he, he's showing progress. What do you, what do you think about Kevin Cabral? Yeah, he's definitely showing progress. I did think last game he did kind of have a poor game. He showed like a lack of quality, lost the ball a couple of times. He didn't really make too many good passes. He showed a lack of aggressiveness. But hey, when you score, you can't really complain too much. That's just a way to put a poor performance aside. But yeah, three goals in four games. He's definitely picking it up, showing why he's on a DP contract. And hopefully that will just continue. But on Saturday, I don't think he played great outside that goal. And I think a lot of people would have agreed with that. Yeah, I don't think he had the best of game, but for sure that goal and and just kind of boosted it up his performance a little bit. But overall, when you look at it, it wasn't that great for Kevin. Um, of course, I still I still think he has a lot of work to do, but seeing the progress and seeing the things that he's doing so far in these past few games, I think I think it's good for Kevin. Um, of course, we have a two week break, which we'll get into that um, shortly. But of course, I mean, after that, who knows what Kevin will do and. Yeah, I mean, I like the progress uh, for Kevin. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think another player I wanted to kind of highlight, although we didn't, he he did contribute to the third goal, um, was uh, Efrain Alvarez. I think he, I think, and I think we said this on our our Instagram chat in, for, um, well, on Instagram of course, but uh, the chat on Instagram um, that that we said that Ef, I think we said Efrain Alvarez is much better coming off the bench and. Of course, he did contribute to the to this goal on on the on Saturday. I don't think we should really start Efrain as much, but 
for sure, him coming off the bench is a game changer. And I think the subs that Vanny made in general on Saturday were pretty good. And I think you can agree on that as well. Yeah, I do agree. I definitely think Efrain Alvarez had a good contribution off the bench, just giving us some much-needed playmaking, which was an issue throughout the whole game, just getting the ball to the forwards, to the wingers, finding a simple play. That was definitely an issue. So bringing on Alvarez was a good idea, doing a good give-and-go with Araujo. Araujo gets the cross and tie game. I mean, that was a game-changing substitution Vanny made, and it turned out to work out. I also didn't put Araujo in my notes, but like looking at it and hearing other people – like Araujo did have a very good game as well. I think he was he he was the only player I think that contributed to all three goals on Saturday. So I mean, like at some point, like obviously he didn't get like an assist for all of them, but he did like either start the play or was part of the play. But Araujo had a very good game. I mean, shit, he did so good that he drove uh, Diego Rossi out of town. I mean, he's a turkey <laughs> now. So I mean, yeah, I mean he had a pretty good game as well. Yeah, definitely, he definitely had a really good game. I thought. He was good defensively. He was good. Obviously not in the first 15 seconds where he got very lucky. He didn't get a penalty kick called on him. But after that one mistake in the first 15 seconds, I thought he definitely rebounded. He had a much better game, contributed to all three goals, like you said. And we just got to enjoy him while he's still around because it's very likely some European teams are going to go after him during the winter. Yeah, I agree on that. And by the way, on that first, uh, the first 15 seconds, did you think that was actually a penalty or not? Uh, yeah, actually, unfortunately, yes, I'm going to be unbiased. I mean, he clipped Diego Rosa's heel like really hard. I, I was shocked they did not go to VAR at the corner kick. So, yeah, De- Rahul definitely got lucky on that one. The whole team got lucky. And sometimes that happens in football. Happen our way or go against our way. But we definitely caught a break on the first 15 seconds of the game. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think he I don't think he clipped Rossi. I mean, I could be blind. I mean, I I, I feel like I, I will, I'm always pretty like I don't see everything, but I, I looked at it a few times. I don't think he clips him. I think some people say he doesn't clip him. I think Diego Rossi, like, you know, hits the turf a little bit. He trips like I mean, I don't know. It's so close. And the angle that they give on TV isn't really that great. So, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I to me, I don't think it was a penalty but of course regardless of that situation i mean the galaxy are very lucky that that wasn't called uh, a yeah, penalty sure. so i mean but i don't i don't think he he clipped them but i, I mean i don't know <laughs> yeah we definitely got lucky on the first play because if we got a spot kick against us 15 seconds in the game we would have been in for probably a long night so yeah definitely we got to be careful there the long balls over the top not getting caught like that yeah and regardless i mean lafc end up getting a penalty later which you know, which that was more of a penalty. But yeah, I mean, Araujo overall was just was playing well on Saturday. So but um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, do you have any um, players that didn't really play as well or kind of just, you know, kind of in the negative area for this game? Yeah, I thought Legit and Sika Koulibaly both had poor games. I thought Legit was kind of soft going into tackles against some of the LAFC midfielders. And I thought Koulibaly was just a little bit too slow. Obviously, let's admit it, he got turned around by Rodriguez a, a couple of times I don't know. I just don't think his passing was great. And yeah, like legit, he was just a little bit too soft. So those are the two that they weren't necessarily like terrible, but they could have been a bit better if we wanted to get potentially a win or a better result. Yeah, I, I would agree. I had I had uh, Sebastian legit on there and Koulibaly. Of course, I mean, that Brian Rodriguez goal. I mean, we made him look like the second coming of Messi. So, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it was it was just it was just oh, my God, it was just I mean, good goal by Rodriguez, of course. But like you know, defensively, we look pretty bad, but yeah, I mean, Sebastian legit, like you said, he, he, he looked a bit too soft in this game. And then Koulibaly just, I don't know. He's just, I mean, Koulibaly these past few games hasn't been looking as great. No, he hasn't. And, and you know, some people have been saying like, why don't we put in back in? 
with paired with Williams. I don't know what you think about that. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but you know, I don't know. Like, do you think that should happen? Or do you think that Greg Vanny should try to keep the Williams and Koulibaly pairing? Well, considering Willa in uh, nine goals in our past, wait, no. So we let him three goals on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we did let it. Wait, why can't I add, dude? Okay, so we let <laughs> two versus Colorado. Two versus San Jose, that's four. Three versus LA. Okay, so seven goals in our last three games. Yeah, I think it's worth a try to try to switch up the center back position. At least one of them, because I think Derek Williams has been pretty consistent and playing well. But obviously, Sega Koulibaly hasn't really been working lately. And that can show by the goals against. Yeah, and I think I wouldn't be opposed to Steris for sure, because I think Steris is still capable of being a starting center back. Of course, like I think maybe... From the first standpoint, Koulibaly talent wise was a little bit was better. But of course, like we said, these past few games have not been great. Like you said, seven goals in the last three games. That's not good. And I think, yeah, switching it up with with another center back might be the option. But who knows? I I mean, I think all of our center backs could. I mean, I I said this before. The center back position has like we've we've had so many pairings that we don't know which one's the best yet. But I think the Williams and Steris. Because what that happened at one point in the beginning of the season, I think it was pretty good for the most part. So I think going back to that could could benefit the Galaxy. Yeah, definitely. A lack of consistency at the center back spot can definitely weaken a defense. Some of the best defenses in the league, you notice that they always have like one back line they almost play with the whole time. So we definitely need some more of that consistency. Yeah, and I agree. Um, another another player I think that, that some people didn't really uh, enjoy seeing on well, maybe not enjoy seeing, but I think who didn't have that great of a game was Jonathan Dos Santos. I think, you know, I, I think even in our group chat on Instagram, some people were saying like, you know, Jonathan is, you know, he, he's he's not looking as how he was, you know, before. So I think, yeah, Jonah didn't really have that great of a game on Saturday. I mean, and who knows what his future entails in the, um, after this season, because the, I mean, the writing's kind of on the wall that he might leave or he's he's going to leave the Galaxy or the Galaxy aren't going to resign him. but of course, we don't know, but Jonathan Dos Santos did not look great. Yeah, I agree. He definitely hasn't even looked great all season. And even part of last season, he hasn't looked great. Ever since the 2019 Gold Cup, in my opinion, he has not been the same player. So his offseason will definitely be interesting. He has a big decision to make. The club has a big decision to make. Obviously, the fans like him. But in the end, we just got to do what's best for this team. So hopefully he can start to improve his level of play. But now he's gone with Mexico again, and he's often injury prone. So... It hasn't been great for Jonathan Dos Santos the last couple of seasons, but hopefully we can just hope by the end of the season he can be healthy and maybe raise his level of play a little bit. Like it, like it, it all comes down to, to both the Galaxy and Jonah and what they want to do in the future. Of course, I think Jonah wants to stay. He, he's, he said it before. He wants, I mean, he said he wants to retire here. Um, I, I mean, I would like it, but it had to be for the, for, you know, the right price because obviously we're not going to sign him to a designated player contract after here, especially how he's been performing the last few se- or the last you know season season and a half around there so um yeah, yeah. But, but of course yeah Jonah wasn't that great on Saturday but you know ho- hopefully the um, him going to Mexico does does something for in these next two weeks but yeah yeah we'll find out um anything else about this game any anything else that stood out to you any, anything negative uh not really anything negative just obviously both defense just looked really poor I mean that's basically what it comes down to. I mean, when both sides score three goals, obviously there was some poor defending going on during the match and Dovalchuk showed his quality. And I thought Revolution, Ravelison didn't have his best game, but that's probably just a fluke. He's usually outstanding. So 
not much, just poor defending. And it's a solid point on the road going down from two goals twice. So, yeah, I think I think it's a good point to pick up. Yeah, and I think like we said before, this this was much better for the Galaxy getting a point than it was for LAFC getting a point. They end up dropping to what, 11, I think it was in the standings? Yeah, they, they fell down a lot because Vancouver won. So LAFC, yeah, they went down a lot. I think yeah. like two spots. Yeah, so it was much worse for the for LAFC than it was for us, uh, for sure. But um, yeah, I mean, like we said, this was a very entertaining, entertaining match and entertaining draw for sure. This this is what El Trafico gives you this atmosphere, um, the goals, just er- just everything. And and by the way, speaking of like atmosphere, of course, our fans showed up on Saturday. They were loud. They were they were crazy. They ended up taking like two sections of uh, the Bank of California. And but yeah, I mean, it was, it was overall a good game. I, I know on Saturday I like missed like kind of like the first 10 minutes. Well, not maybe not the first 10 minutes. Well, yeah, maybe around there because of, you know, I was at work and the TV at my work had like shit signals. So I could, really couldn't see what was going on. But overall, like I said, that game was pretty good. And um, yeah, I mean, the, a good a good time before the international break for the Galaxy. Yeah, definitely. I thought our fans were absolutely outstanding. That game, you can hear them even from the TV. And I saw some videos on like Twitter, Instagram. You can just hear them making all the noise. They were all excited for the game. So I thought our waste of support was outstanding this game. Yeah, I mean, shout out, shout out to, you know, everybody, Angel City Brigade, um, the Galaxians, Riot Squad, Outlaws, all of those supporter groups and just in general people who went, even if they weren't in that in that corner section. But of course, they, they, they showed up, they showed out. And of course, um, I just want to say this a little bit. LAFC fans were talking shit before the game, saying that we don't get attendance and all that. Yet they couldn't fill up for an El Trafico. I'm just That's saying. That's true, man. <laughs> no. uh, I mean, and and then they want to say that it was a full house. It, it definitely was not a full house. You, like whether you were there or whether you're watching it on TV, it was not a full house. At, at most, it was like eighteen thousand people. Those guys talk way too much for the lack of success they have. From the yeah. Chivas USA days for the decade, and now they, they're still not great, even though they broke the points record, they still haven't won anything. So, yeah, they, they need to humble, get humbled a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the fact that, that you know, be, them being in 11th hasn't humbled them enough is, is beyond. Seriously, <laughs> they still live in 2019, huh? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, but I mean, hey, you know what? I, I mean, I guess it is what it is, but um, yeah, I mean, screw all LAFC fans. I, I know we were talking smack on, on the group chat as well. And it, you know, yeah, saying, no, saying, saying some specific people, of course, <laughs> foot LAFC. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you know, fuck those guys. Um, I know, for real. Anyways. Yeah. Let's get into um, let's get into a little bit of some Galaxy news, just related stuff. Now, um, like we said, the Galaxy would be taking a well, as of right now, probably a little less than two weeks, but it was a two week break uh, due to international um break and uh six galaxy actually seven galaxy players uh make international roster spots for world cup qualifiers in the respective uh confederations i know jonah went legit went carlos harvey went i mean he's down to g2 but of course he's still a g so carlos harvey went um o'neill fisher got called up late for jamaica um who else went revelison for madagascar revelison for madagascar and hamalainen for finland so i mean those guys are going on international qualif or World Cup qualifiers, so congrats to them. Of course, it, it, I I don't I don't know how I feel about um, some of them going to international break because I I feel like it would be nice to have some of those guys still here during these two weeks to get in, to get better. But of course, if they earn an, inter- earn an international roster spot, they earn it. They deserve to go. 
yeah, I can't blame them for trying to get their countries to the World Cup. So best of luck to all of them. Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, be on the lookout for those matches. Of course, um, I think the United States and and Mexico, I believe they play on on Thursday. Start Thursday, or the for at least for Concacaf, they start Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Be on the luck. Be on the lookout for those games. Um, support your G's in whatever nation they're playing in. So yeah. Um, let's get into a little bit about um, Chicharito. Of course, he he was kind of a topic during this week because of the All Star Game and things like that, and of course El Tráfico. But um, they had a media call. I believe it was last Thursday, and they said that you know, and the the team is Vanny is they're pretty optimistic that Chicharito could be back for for Colorado September 11th. Now, I did see some footage of or. Yeah, like some footage of Chicharito training, not with the team necessarily, but him actually on the field doing some drills, doing some shooting. I think it was with one of his personal trainers that he's been working with in the offseason and things like that. And but I mean, that that is something good coming out of the I, coming out of Chicharito. So, I mean, what do you think about that? Do you think he'll be back for September 11? Yeah, actually, I do think he'll be back by then. I think he's making some good progress. I think he, if he really wanted to be back during the LAFC game and played during the Ulster game, he could have. But why push him? I mean. It's not that important at this point in the season, especially when we're in a pretty good position right now. So, yeah, I think he might train with the group, and I think there's a good chance, not the necessary whole start, especially in high altitude, but I can definitely see him getting minutes during that Colorado game. And maybe at home versus Houston, we can finally see his first start in front of fans again. So that would definitely be good going forward. Yeah, and I, and I plan to go on that September 15th game. I think it's when they're back home against Houston. But, um, yeah, I mean, of course – I, I do expect Chicharito to, to maybe, yeah, like you said, not start, but come off the bench September 11th. But I think the videos that he was doing, it, it said that he was training high altitude. I don't know where he's at. I don't know. Uh, I mean, if he's training in high altitude, I don't think he's in California. He's, he's got to be somewhere. I mean, maybe in Colorado, but yeah. it said, yeah, but it said high altitude. I, I don't know if he's actually training in somewhere high altitude, but he, he is training. So that, that is good from him. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully uh, he just continues to progress. Yeah, I mean that that's uh we we hope we hope the same. Um yeah, but I think that's all the galaxy related news I have. I don't there wasn't really that much um outside of basically LAF the the game and and you know the the international spots. I don't know if I'm missing anything. No, there's not really much during game weeks, especially when there's an international break. Yeah, and I don't think we'll be having um a lot of information this week because of the international break, but um yeah, I mean that's basically it. I mean, not I mean other than just the game, there wasn't really that much to talk to. Yeah, for sure. I mean, well, I mean, the All Star game did happen during the same week, um, but I mean, that's already passed and things like that. That was that was a pretty cool experience, but yeah, nothing much. Um, but yeah, I think we'll we'll just end the show here. It's kind of, I think it's kind of a short one, but of course, um, I I do plan on doing an episode. I know I talked to talked to this about you, but I do plan on doing an episode sometime next week about the final stretch of the season, these next 12 games that, that are happening for the galaxy. Talk about what, what the galaxy have done so far in the season and talk about the future of these next 12 games and things like that. Of course, I, I plan on doing an episode like that. Of, I think you said you wanted to come on, right? Yeah, of course. That'd be fun to do. Yeah. And of course I, I plan, I also plan on inviting more people. So I'll, I'll still have to ask people, but you can expect me and LA galaxy central to, to talk about um, the, the final stretch for, for, uh, for the galaxy season. I mean, we have about two months until the, the regular season ends and hopefully, you know, we make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, like we said, guys, this not that much to talk about other than the game. So um, 
yeah, where, where can they find your stuff, man? And your, all your social medias and things like that. Yeah. Make sure to follow me on LA galaxy central for additional content, rumors, updates, just sometimes just discussion posts, anything LA galaxy related. You can follow me on LA galaxy central on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Go follow him. Uh, has some good stuff as always. Um, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at inside our galaxy on Instagram. Um, you want to follow me personally, you can follow me at DJ underscore Puerco. That is at DJ underscore P-U-R-K-O. Wait, P-U-E-R-K-O. My bad. And then if you want to follow me on Twitter, that is going to be at its double underscore Eric. That is at its double underscore Eric. That's my personal Twitter, but it's also my Galaxy Twitter. I've kind of thought about making a, an, in, an official Insider Galaxy Twitter, but I'm still thinking about it. But if you want to follow me on Twitter, I still talk Galaxy stuff on there. So just follow me on there. Um, anything you want to say? Uh, before we go, man. No, man. I had a great time talking to you. It was good to join the show once again, and hopefully Chicharito will continue to progress, and hopefully we just keep getting good results and eventually clinch a playoff spot in the near future. Exactly. 100%, man. I fully agree. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for, um, you know, just being active on social media and stuff. I don't think I, I don't think I mentioned it last episode, but I did get up to 300 followers on Instagram, so that's kind of good. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being active on the socials and things like that. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to the G's. And um, but yeah, stay safe. Hope everybody has a good day. And uh, G's up. Seven words be.